right, welcome to episode 111 of Viking 360. Mike Rubin joined by my friend Brian Johnson. And uh, this week, Brian, we're talking some hoops as the Vikings will open up the basketball season uh, this evening at uh, Point Pleasant. A lot of excitement, Rube, surrounding Viking basketball. A lot of uh, returners uh, from last year, new head coach and Derek Mullins. A little bit different philosophy, uh, and uh, we'll see what happens tonight, Rube. It'll be exciting. Tough place to win down at Point Pleasant. It is indeed, and uh, I had a chance to talk with the uh, new uh, head coach of the Viking freshman basketball team, and they are 2-0. They'll be going into a, a game Monday at uh, Parkersburg, and uh, you talked about uh, some All-State football honors uh, going to uh, the Vikings. Yeah, Austin Litton, a senior uh, had a fantastic year, ended his uh, season uh, injured uh, and was able to play a little bit at the very end of the season, Rube, but uh, it was sad to see him uh, miss his last couple of games really with injury, but great to see him get the honor of Honorable Mention All-State. And then obviously Joey Ramsey, uh, what he was able to do this year, uh, fight, fought a lot of adversity, and I was very proud of both of those guys and the entire team as the way they continued to fight, and, and glad to see them get some honors. The Lady Vikings are off to a 3-0 start, including a, a, an eight-point win on Thursday evening uh, down at Scott, and you had an opportunity to talk with uh, one of the standouts. Yeah, McKinnon Hall, the point guard. Uh, she's uh, now a junior, uh, and boy, she's played a lot of games for Coach John Kennedy, so a very experienced uh, floor general out there for the Lady Vikings. She's knocking down perimeter shots. Uh, she's getting to the basket. She's distributing the ball well. Uh, and she, Rube, could be a big reason why this team could advance in postseason play. And, Brian, the Viking wrestling team, they went 1-2 and two in action uh, this week down in Huntington. Uh, they defeated Spring Valley, but they lost their matches uh, to Huntington High and to Woodward Wilson. And uh, they have some action coming up on Saturday. They will be competing in the John Marshall Invitational up in Moundsville against eight teams, including teams from Brook, East Fairmont, Preston, and a couple of high schools uh, out of Pennsylvania. And getting back to uh, basketball, a former Viking player had an, a rather uh, abrupt ending to his collegiate career, and you had a chance to uh, to talk with Jamison Hunt. Hey, you talk about having the rug pulled out from under your feet, uh, the situation at Ohio Valley University uh, spiraling out of control, I guess you would say, and uh, Jamison quickly learned the fate of his basketball career uh, a little less than a week ago. Uh, and now uh, he's uh, kind of refocused himself. We're going to graduate uh, here in a couple of weeks, uh, going to get his coaching career started. So it was great to sit down with Jameson. Brian, I had a chance to talk with Stephanie Swisher-White, and the name Swisher is synonymous with, uh, with Viking athletics. But she has made a name for herself in the field of, of academic, the academic side of uh, college athletics. And she has a new job down in the state of North Carolina. And uh, I talked with her. And, uh, Rube, if you're going to get Viking apparel, hats, T-shirts, sweatshirts, shorts, where do you go get it? Uh, nowhere else but Vikings, RipleyViking.com. The coupon code is Viking360, and you can get 15% off. Well, the girls' basketball team already has three games under its belt. The freshman basketball team team uh, has two games under its belt and it all gets to underway uh, this evening at Point Pleasant for the Viking uh, boys basketball team and a new head coach Derek Mullins. 
tell me about your team, man. I know you guys are sick to death of practicing against each other and <laughs> scrimmages. I know you're ready to to roll one out here tonight and uh, put points on the board in a night uh, when they keep scoring, it matters. Yeah, um, got a, got a good, group, good group of guys um, looking to play and possibly nine, ten deep. Uh, we're, we're big. I think we're bigger than most teams that I've ever seen um, at Ripley High School, so I'm really going to try to pound the ball inside, really get the ball out and go, um, and then on the defense end, apply a lot of pressure. Um, I'm really going to try to de- determine, dictate the, the style of the game from both ends of the court and uh, see how the kids respond this first game. Vince Reif is the head coach of Ripley High's basketball team. He's working with his two sons, Elijah and Isaiah, who will serve as the Viking assistant coaches. We're talking here with Viking freshman coach Vince Reif. Coach, a big uh, convincing win over Tyler Consolidated in game one. I guess it has to be uh, a good feeling to come out in the first game of the season and be able to get a convincing win and to be able to uh, play the entire roster. Yeah, it was, a, it was a good opportunity for everybody to get some playing time. And, to, and it lets me see some, some kids that um, may be able to work into that 7-8 spot later on and get more playing time. And uh, I think we saw that tonight and had a good opportunity to work together as a group. Uh, it's like I told that first group, when you come out, make sure you're being encouraging and learn from this. Uh, each time it's a good, good opportunity to coach when, when you're not on the, on the floor and you can see it from a bench perspective and you can see – a guy driving through three people for a layup, then you can say, oh, nobody was in help defense. And that's what I was trying to coach through and, and get the other guys to understand when they were on the floor. I've got to be in a defensive stance and be in help D. And I felt like I probably said that 20 times tonight. But we'll we'll hit some of that in practice. And, yeah, it was a good first win, good to get that first W under our belt. And what do you feel this group has uh, as potential uh, as far as helping the Viking program down the road? Uh, I think our skill set's pretty good right now. Uh, we've been early on. We did a lot of ball handling drills and two ball dribble and stuff like that to see what kind of skill set we had. And and our guard, guards got a good skill level. Also, it's good to see uh, their their basketball IQ is good. I like to do little basketball IQ things about situational type stuff and and ask them what do you do in this situation. And uh, seen really good basketball IQ out of the group too. So. Uh, Like I learned at the middle school under Coach Wayne, one thing he always says, it ain't always about the X's and the O's, it's about the Jimmy's and the Joe's. And I told the guys that yesterday, and I said, X's and O's are beautiful, but we run a play, you don't go to a spot necessarily because that's where it says you go. you got to go screen the guy wherever he's at. So it's the players that make it. uh, And if they execute it well, it makes it look like the coach did some good stuff. But So glad to see us execute a few things early on. Coach, it seems like it's a pretty unselfish group. I I noticed a lot of good passing out there, I thought, tonight. Yeah, and and that's one thing we've been trying to emphasize, get the ball ahead, whoever it is. Uh, And then one of the things that we put on our board tonight uh, for a pregame was trust in your teammates. And So maybe that speech worked, and it's like trust, get it ahead. And, yeah, I felt like we were very unselfish. It was a pretty good um, variety in our scoring tonight. And Coach, it has to be a special feeling for you to look down the side be, beside you on the bench and have not one but both of your sons there as, assisting you uh, coach this ball club. Yeah, it was exciting when they um, when they took the took that opportunity and, and came in and got the coaching class through Coach Lowe, who does a great job with that. We've got so many good people in the program around at Ripley and. Uh, yourself and Brian Johnson and everybody that does everything they do for the kids. So my kids grew up playing ball here. They waited their time, and they they took advantage of that when it was their opportunity to play. And 
And so they know the game. And uh, I told Isaiah the other night, I was like, man, you was a little hard on, on a merit practice. And he said, that's how you coached me, Dad. And I was like, good point. Uh, but <laughs> so he's, he's aggressive with them as far as wanting them to do the right thing, uh, wanting them to get in the help D so they can take a charge and all the things that I've taught him over the years. So it's good to see him bringing that on around and, and teaching it to the other kids. So it's, it's, been a, it's been a blessing for sure. God's really blessed me in that area. Well, Coach, uh, congratulations on the win, and uh, thanks for your time, and, and good luck this season with uh, the Viking freshmen. Thanks, Mike. We appreciate all you guys do. Coach John Kennedy's Lady Vikings are off to a 3-0 start. One of the main reasons is the play of junior point guard McKinnon Hall. All right, welcome back inside Viking 360. Joined now by junior point guard on Lady Viking basketball team, McKinnon Hall. McKinnon, uh, you're off to a heck of a start along with your team. Oh, yeah, it's been really exciting. We've put a lot of time on the offseason, and we have really started fast. Tell me about the comfort level you have now. Uh, this is your third year as a starting point guard with Lady Vikes, and, uh, you know, it just seems like every year you've got better and better. You felt more comfortable uh, taking the reins of this Lady Viking offense, and, and you have a lot of weapons around you this year as well. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely a whole lot more comfortable just getting older and knowing what coach expects and just being a whole lot more comfortable with the ball, knowing that I am kind of in charge and just knowing that I have help around really like sets the tone. You talk about uh, you being able to get to the basket. You've always been able to do that, uh, and you've always seemed to have had some shooters around you. Uh, but now Sophie, uh, along with Aaron Ryan, who knocked a few shots down Saturday in the game, uh, you guys can stretch the floor. Uh, you can shoot from a perimeter as well. I mean, you proved that. I think you had three or four uh, corner threes in that game on Saturday. Uh, so that makes driving lanes easier for you. And, and if you're driving the ball, uh, they're trying to play that drive and leaving you open on the perimeter. So right now, it just seems like you guys have a lot of different directions you could go offensively. Oh, yeah, for sure. With everyone being a shooter, we have all five. Lately, we are – Last season, we did not have all five being able to step up on the court and score. But this year, we have all five coming in, putting a few points on the board, and that really changes the game when you have everyone scoring and just helping pass, and it's really amazing. You guys are off to a 2-0 and start. You have two games this week, Thursday and Saturday. Uh, a big week for you guys. If you're able to get two more victories, I mean, that is a very quick start for you in a season uh, that I know you guys have high expectations. Oh, yeah, for sure. We are expecting to have a huge running, winning record this year, and it's very, very exciting starting off this good so fast. When you guys lost last year in sectional play to Winfield, a, a very good team. You guys, I thought you guys matched up well together. It felt like you walked off the floor that evening thinking, you know what, uh, we better get ready because we're going to face this team again next year. Uh, and it kind of seems, early, at least early on, uh, that you two are probably, as far as the section is concerned, the two teams uh, that are probably jockeying for that number one spot. Oh, yeah, for sure. We knew that we were both very young teams, and we knew that we are going to be facing each other again this year. And it just all comes down to who wants it more and who has the heart and who has the hustle. What are your goals, McKinnon, uh, personally? Uh, do you have personal goals, or are you just more focused on the team winning and, and getting to the Civic Center? Um, I personally, my, one of my personal goals is b making it to the Civic Center, winning states, 
And another one of my big ones is having a thousand points, like getting to the a thousand point score. What's it going to take uh, for you? I mean, uh, you continue to knock down that uh, perimeter shot. I-, I think you're going to get there if you can avoid injury, knock on wood, right? Uh, but 26 points on Saturday, you are uh, have proven to be a prolific scorer here, at least early on in the season. Well, all it takes is you got to work. You got to want to put in the work and you got to want to get better. And Sophie and I, we have been putting in the work and we have been staying after practice every single day, shooting with our dads and just getting the work in. All right. One last question. Goofy question. Something that fans may not know about McKinnon Hall. Uh, any superstitions, any music you have to listen to before every game? Do you have to tie your right shoe first? Any silly things that you do uh, that you feel uh, may make your performance better? Um, I always have to chew gum. Always and always <laughs> has to be juicy fruit. All right. All right, McKinnon. Well, you know, you keep winning. Uh, I'm sure Coach Kennedy will provide you with as much juicy fruit as he can uh, uh, put in that locker room. But best of luck to you this week and the rest of the way, and thanks for the time. Thank you so much, and thank you for having me. Mountaintop Media is the official live stream provider of Ripley High School Athletics. Mountaintop Media offers a variety of services, including logo design, photography, videography, audiovisual setup, consulting, and web design. If you're beginning your climb to the peak of success, Mountaintop Media has you covered. Mountaintop Media, your vision through our lens. Go to mtmedia304.com to learn more. an abrupt ending for the 2021 basketball season at Ohio Valley University. Senior Jameson Hunt talks about what's next for the former Viking. All right, welcome back inside Viking 360. Joined now by former Ripley Viking basketball standout, now a member of the OVU basketball team, Jameson Hunt. Jameson, how you doing, my man? Thanks for having me on, Brian. Jameson, it's uh, it's been a little bit of a whirlwind for you, uh, I believe, since uh, probably Friday uh, afternoon or Friday evening. Uh, walk us through the events of what's happened uh, in your basketball career here over the last uh, half of a week. Yeah, so Friday um, we practiced maybe around 2 o'clock. Um, didn't practice very long because we had a game, so we just got some shots up, went over some scouting reports for – Rod Grand on Saturday, and then after we get out of practice, we find a letter that's been published by the Higher Learning Policy Commission and um, find out that they're kind of ordering OVU to shut down the school and be finished this semester. And so we we were kind of worried about what the future held for basketball. And then so Monday – not everyone's folks at practice Tuesday we practice or, or no, sorry, we don't practice. We, we have a meeting at three o'clock with the president and he basically lets us know that the school is shutting down. So everything after finals will, that'll be our last semester here at OVU. And and then we had to go play a game a couple hours later and that was our last game. So the season ended and now everyone's kind of panicking or some people are. Um, I know I kind of have a good idea of what my plans are at least. So I'm blessed to 
have that situation, but um, everyone's trying to figure out what to do next now. You know, Jameson, I can hear it in your voice, uh, the disappointment and the, the uh, you know, just the shock feeling of what you're dealing with and, and just how abrupt everything ended for you. How have you personally been handling it? You know, uh, just a lot of prayer, you know, um, everything's in God's hands. So uh, just praying about it, seeing what God has for me next. And um, that's where I get all my decisions from. And so that that definitely makes it easier knowing um, knowing that. But, um, you know, it, it's still not hard. I mean, sorry, it's still not easy knowing that. Um, you always expect your basketball career to come to a close, but I never would have imagined that it would close like this. You know, I still thought I had two more months and then I still actually had another year of eligibility that I wasn't going to take, but uh, this was going to be my last year. So I thought it would end maybe in a conference tournament or losing to the number one seed in the tournament or something, but to have it end in the middle of the year and, uh, it just didn't seem right, but that's how it ended up. So you talk about what's next for you. You are going to graduate in a couple of weeks. Is that correct? Yeah, I'll be graduating December 17th. So you're unlike some of the students who maybe are graduating and slated to graduate in May or next year, they're scrambling now trying to figure out uh, where they go. Do all of my credits transfer with me? Uh, so from that aspect, uh, you seem to be sitting in a pretty decent spot being able to graduate soon. Yeah, thankfully, um, OVU's worked with me pretty diligently about making it to where I can graduate this semester. Um, I'm finishing up my student teaching next week, so um, I'll graduate with a bachelor in um, wellness education. So um, whenever I graduate and stuff, I'm going to move back home. Um, hopefully I can start, I think I'm going to sub, uh, be a substitute teacher in Jackson County until next year. Um, when I have some new things coming up and coach Mullins has been gracious enough to give me an opportunity to be around and help out with the high school varsity team. So definitely looking forward to that coaching career started, which I want to do in the future. Yeah. And you're young enough, Jameson, you can get out there and play with them a little bit and, and, mix it up and, and uh, teach them what it's like uh, to play against college-level guy. And, and that'll help as well, not just uh, what you're going to be able to add from the bench. Yeah, that may give me a little bit more confidence playing against some high school guys rather than <laughs> against uh, some of these 6'8 college guys. <laughs> Jameson, but, you've, you've always been uh, one of the players at Ripley High School that I enjoyed watching because you, you were such a smart kid. You were well-studied. Uh, you knew where to go with the basketball. You were unselfish. Uh, and I think that's going to make you uh, be an outstanding coach uh, w when I see what's going to unfold for you in the future. Uh, but just the way you conducted yourself on the floor as a player uh, leads to you being a pretty darn good coach. Yeah, that's one thing that I think that I can kind of help bring to uh, the staff at Ripley is um, definitely I've just recently been playing so – I'm kind of in their shoes a little bit, you know, I'm still playing. It's not like my dad where he played 
how many ever years ago, 40 or, are you uh, going to date, are you going to date your dad? Is that what you're going to do? I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying not to, but it's pretty ancient. So, but, uh, coach Mullins playing 10 years ago, it's still not that long ago, but I mean, I've, I've been playing, I know how the game's played and are supposed to be played. And so just giving them kind of new things to look at while they're out there and saying, why did, why'd you do this when you could have done this? And, um, I think that's where I can be a good help for this year's team. Samus might be the first to tell you, man, congratulations on a great career. Uh, high school career especially was a lot of fun to watch, uh, and we enjoyed covering you. Sorry how things have unfolded for you. I know it's not uh, the, the way that you would want them to unfold, but they all have a way of working out the way they're supposed to. And uh, the good news is we're going to see you back in blue and white on the bench here real soon. Yeah, it's uh... – I'm really looking forward to it. You know, uh, I spent 18 years getting coached by my dad. And so um, sitting on the bench with him during a game, it's going to be different, but I'm looking ex- looking forward to it. I'm really excited to get my coaching career kind of started. It all began. And like I said, I can't thank Coach Mullins enough for giving me an opportunity just to be around and help out. Ripley grad Stephanie Swisher-White has been involved with the academic side of college sports at WVU. She recently accepted a position at East Carolina University, as we hear in this chat with Mike Rubin. We're talking with Stephanie Swisher-White, who is a Ripley High School graduate with the class of 1997. And Stephanie has been involved with the academic side of uh, collegiate sports at West Virginia University. And now she's taking on a new position at East Carolina. So Stephanie, tell me about uh, the change that you made uh, in your career. Yes, um, I am super excited to start at East Carolina. I actually uh, started my position on December 1st, and I'm the Director of Athletic Student Development here at East Carolina, which means um, I'm the administrator for uh, all academics within athletics. And at WVU, I believe you were involved with just about every um, athletic program with the exception of football. I think 17 teams, uh, 350 uh, student athletes. So will it be a similar situation at uh, ECU? Very similar, except for I do have football um, under underneath my um, umbrella of duties. So uh, that's exciting. I came at the perfect time because ECU is uh, bowl eligible this year for the first time in like seven years. So um, I, I hit... Uh, hit ECU at the time when um, they're planning for bowl season and, and talking about all things bowl, bowl about bowl eligibility and um, you know try, trying to put them in the best place possible uh, for their December 27th bowl game. Well Stephanie I know you're happy in your new position but uh, was it difficult um, difficult situation for you to leave Morgantown? Um, it, it was. I, I have so many fond memories of Morgantown, and uh, I had so much growth at Morgantown and, and a lot to learn from, and uh, I loved working with student-athletes, so that's something that's going to be a little different for me is, you know, I, I advised at least three teams of students directly uh, the whole time I was in Morgantown, and so at this point, I, I don't directly advise any teams, and so it's just going to be a little bit different for me, and I'm going to have to get used to it because I am used to having so much contact 
with student-athletes and them being in my office all the time. Well, Stephanie, let's talk about that a little bit. If someone out there, uh, perhaps a, a high school student, might be interested in getting in the field uh, uh, that similar to yours, what are the top uh, two or three responsibilities of what you do? Basically just checking um, eligibility for student-athletes, making sure that we have programming like tutoring, uh, you know, different study skills areas and time management and learning specialists um, available to them and making sure that we have those programs intact so that they can be successful as students while also complete, competing in their sports. And Stephanie, I noticed um, on your announcement uh, with East Carolina that you are a member of Women Leaders in Collegiate Sports. And uh, tell me about that organization. Yeah, it's just basically um, promoting uh, women women in college sports. So it, it's it's a great uh, organization in which I've received a lot of training, and we have seminars, and where we share ideas and kind of you know promote each other and and think about different ways to break the glass ceiling basically in college athletics um you know it used to be a male-dominated field and um there are women that are that are moving up in the ranks and, and it's pretty exciting i got to participate in their leadership enhancement institute uh last summer actually it was during 2020 during covid um it was virtual but you know it's a it's a very uh, prestigious honor to get into the institute and um do the workshops and just get a better understanding of the administrative aspects of college sports, um, which helps in my advancement ultimately um, to different schools and, you know, even in the in this position that I currently am in. Um, just all the administrative aspects and, and you know, what I need to know uh, to be well prepared as a director. And Stephanie, uh, how large is the staff that you have uh, at East Carolina? Um, I have 10 full-time staff under me, um, so that's exciting because, you know, I wasn't sure what the staff uh, size would look like at East Carolina, but, you know, they have more than enough staff to help the student-athletes, and hopefully we can look to grow while I'm here and um, add more services. And Stephanie, while this has been, uh, the, you, you've created a niche here, sort of, this has become your specialty, but that's not the, really the field that you started out in uh, when, you were, when, you start, when you began college as a student. Uh, how did, how did you, that get diverted uh, to where you are now? Yeah, well, I think anyone who knows me um, and knew me growing up knew, you know, I love sports. I was always around sports. I really didn't have an option but to love sports, right? So, um, <laughs> as you mentioned, I was in an era of um, athletics at Ripley High School that we were successful in so many different areas through basketball and football and baseball. We won a state championship. And, um, you know, I got to experience all the excitement around that. And as I was... <laughs> going through college in biology, I realized quickly that, you know, I didn't really want to do anything with my biology degree. So I went to teaching because that's what I knew. Um, and education, you know, is, is strong within my family. And so I went to teaching and still, you know, just wasn't completely fulfilled with my career. Uh, so I went back to school in Morgantown and, and tried to uh, figure out what I wanted to do. And I just saw an ad in the paper for uh, retired teachers at the time. And I thought, well, I'm not teaching now, but um, I'll, I'll try it out. And, and it was for a part-time mentor with an athletics department. And 
since then, it's just grown from there. I, I got to, you know, use my passion for sports along with my educational background, and it's just a perfect match for me. Uh, you know, watching students be successful, establishing relationship with young adults to, to see them grow and, and see their futures and what they do with their careers after sport. Well, Stephanie, uh, I think it goes without saying that your friends at Ripley are very proud of you. Uh, so congratulations on the new position and, uh, and best of luck to you down the road. Yes, thank you so much. And I appreciate you reaching out to me and, and speaking with you today. Postseason football honors were recently announced for Class AAA, and two Vikings received honorable mention. That included senior lineman Austin Litton and Viking junior Joey Ramsey. Joined now by a frequent uh, visitor of the show, uh, Joey Ramsey. Joey, thanks for being with me, bud. Uh, thanks for having me, Brian. Hey, man, uh, basketball season set to tip off uh, this week, but... Today you got some good news, man. Uh, a rough football season for the Vikings, uh, but uh, you said here uh, as you're getting ready to start basketball and you find out that you made the honorable mention all-state team, man. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. I mean, it wasn't the season we hoped for, but it was nice to see my name on that list. What do you learn from that, Joey, uh, just that adversity in your junior season? I mean, really, I mean, I learned just to never give up on the season. I mean, because – it was a lot of times that things weren't going right. I mean, you just had to look for the positives and keep your head up, honestly. How do you think that will spill over for you into basketball? I've seen you guys have a couple of scrimmage games. You seem to be clicking well here early on in the preseason with the uh, regular season tipping off Friday night. Where do you feel uh, Viking hoops are right now? I feel like we have a really good shot this year. I mean, if we play to our potential, I think we can make a good run this year. Your role on this team, Joey, has it changed much? You're still – kind of an enforcer you go in there you get rebounds you play good defense uh, you're you're a really really good passer probably underrated in that uh, aspect uh, but you're a guy that is going to be leaned on for big minutes this year yeah I mean I, I just go in there and do the dirty work I like to say and uh, I've been working in on the guard position this year so that's been fun and just can't wait to get started tomorrow Joe, good luck in basketball this year and we look forward to a, a first team uh, all-state uh, honor next year in football and uh, probably a much better result in football as well. Yeah, we're going to start working right now. Remember, for all the news on the blue, go anywhere you can find podcasts, search Viking 360, hit the subscribe button, and turn on your notifications.